Welcome to All Access Travel, the podcast that takes you on a journey through the lens of modern men. Join us as we explore the world, dine on mouth-watering cuisine, sip on fine liquors, and appreciate the art of smoking cigars. All while discussing the unique experience and perspectives of men in today's global environment. Get your passports ready because it's time to set out on thrilling adventures filled with stories, insights, and the pursuit of the extraordinary. How does getting flown out go wrong? Let me base it on the experience of a friend of mine. Young lady, young, young lady, young lady, just turned 27. And turned 27 and a friend of hers that she thought was a friend was like, I'll fly you to Thailand. I'm here, I'm working. Come to Thailand. So he booked her a trip. Young lady, 27. Excited. I'm being flown out to Thailand. A friend I've known for about four years. He's a good guy. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. But I'm flying there with not a lot of money in my pocket, but it's all good. Okay. She flies to Thailand. Last minute notice. Like, Got the notice on Tuesday. Tickets were purchased by Wednesday. Have to fly out by Friday. Last minute. And you know a lot of details get overlooked by last minute. And when you're young and just want to be flown out. Oh, man, flown out of the country. Yes. No. No, no, no. Unless you're an experienced traveler, can you rush to take a trip like that? Number one, he booked the flight for three weeks. Now, who can afford to take three weeks out of their life to just up and leave to go on vacation? When you don't have a job that has vacation days, sick days when you're really in business with someone else and y'all are dependent on one another. And so many, 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 many mistakes were made. And long story short, she had a horrible time. The guy that she thought she knew, she didn't know him well enough to be with him every day, all day. Oh, it didn't take but a few days in for him to leave and come back drunk and high and get aggressive. And not aggressive like rapey, not aggressive like hitting, you know, uh, abusive, but just aggressive, angrily aggressive. That's not a good thing. He's an American, she's a Latina from another country. And so the difference is a lot of times us as Americans 
when we talk or when we argue, we can become aggressive in our in in the way we are animated, the way we are you know go about arguing our points. We can come across as aggressive, though it's not going to lead to violence for someone else that's not used to that, that doesn't understand that part of our culture as Americans can be very off-putting and very upsetting. And so this went on for quite some time. And about her last four days there, he came home drunk because he works during the day by computer. When she first got there, they were in Bangkok. And then from Bangkok, they stayed in Bangkok maybe a day or two. Then after Bangkok, they went to two different other cities. And then one night, they ended up not having a room and they're traveling by bus. So it was an absolute mess. And so what she quickly learned was the guy you thought you knew, you didn't know him as well. And once you realize you didn't know him as well, now you realize you're stuck there for three weeks. And so now you go from anticipating having a good time and enjoying yourself to playing survivor. Playing to a point where you don't, you have to put on a good face because you don't want to upset this person and see if this goes, you know, in a bad direction, right? And so uh, you can't leave because you don't have enough money. You don't have $1,500 or a credit card to pay your way back. So you can just up and leave. And so you find yourself in a real compromising situation. And Lord knows being young and dumb or young and naive, we've all found ourselves in some uncomfortable situations. Situations that could have been avoided if you just would have talked to somebody with some experience. So what happens? I get the call. I'm friends with, we have friends in common. So they're like, listen, please talk with her. Help her manage this situation. So, you know, I just gave her advice. You got to keep it cool. If he's a get high dude and drinking, um, you just need to be do whatever you can to shrink and, like, stay out of the way. It's no need to argue with him. You're in the most uncompromising situation. You both are foreigners in Thailand. So there's no winning that. You don't speak the native language there. You don't You don't speak the native language. And you don't really speak good enough English because they do have English as a second language, but you don't really speak neither really well. You don't speak their native language well, and you certainly don't speak English very well. So now, boy, you're in a compromised situation. So I, you know, coached this young lady through this ordeal. And four days before she was going to leave, he ended up coming home drunk and kicking her out. <sighs> he came home and kicked her out. And so I, I sent her a little help. She got a cheap hotel room for a few days. 
less than $100 for three days. But I told him, when you wake up in the next day, he's going to... He's going to call you. He's going to regret what he did. But just say to him, it's all good. Your friends have taken care of you. Um, you do not want to, you know, um, give up where you're staying. You don't want to meet with him. You just want to go home and all your tickets still good. And he verified that the tickets were still good. He wanted to meet with her to sit down and eat and apologize in person, which I told her was a bad idea. And she stuck to the script and she did meet with him. And she ended up having to travel from one part of Thailand back to Bangkok and fly from Bangkok to France and then France back to Central America. It was a mess a very terrifying ordeal for this young lady and she was like Yo, I will never travel outside of my native country ever again and I said no it's not it's not that it's not that you traveled outside your country and something bad happened you didn't know what to ask you didn't know the things that you needed to have to be secure in traveling. If plan A goes awry, you need to have a self-sufficient plan B. Okay? If I travel somewhere with a group and things go awry, I have means for myself to get back. If I don't have the means on me personally, I have a I'm a phone call away from someone that can make that happen for me immediately. I can immediately come home if need be. But I understand that when you're young, you're excited about one of those rare opportunities to leave your country, to go to other other place. And, you know, this person is saying they got you. And you know this person. You know, you think you know this person. You spent time with this person before and they never shown you any signs of you know, craziness or um, inappropriateness or or any inconsistencies. But again, when you have to spend days at a time with someone, you get to see a lot of things. And I will make another podcast about that, about consistent behavior in relationships. So she learned a hard lesson. And there's nothing like a negative situation to wake you up and make sure you don't make that mistake again. So what does she learn? Number one, accepting a free lunch can be very dangerous. It's one of the laws, it's one of the 48 laws of power. Do not accept the free lunch because there might be other things behind that that you don't see that when they unfold, you will find yourself in a position that you didn't want to be in, as my friend did. Number two, man, going away for three weeks and you don't have vacation time. You don't have an emergency way of getting your ass back when you want to. That's problematic. That's problematic. If you were to travel, someone's going to get you a ticket. I would prefer that you give me the money and let me buy my own ticket. 
That way, if something go awry, I can go right to the airport and beat out. I can go to the airport, pay more money to go. Either I'm going to go to the airport, fly standby, or pay money to be bumped up to get on this plane days ahead, weeks ahead of time, whatever the case may be. But you don't control the ticket. And from what I understand, this dude used his uh, credit card reward points. So now you can't just take your ticket to the airport because it was bought through third party. So now you really now you really are inconvenienced. So now everything goes back to the person who bought the ticket. And again, if you really don't know this person that well, boy, you're in a world of trouble. Another thing, you have to have enough money to be able to do things on your own just in case. I mean, Lord forbid this person gets sick, has to go to the hospital and they're incapacitated. And, you know, what happens to you? What happens to you? And as a as a woman, I would not advise women to go into these kind of um these kind of situations without being able to be able to gather your things, walk out, get your own room, and be able to make yourself secure. Because if a person starts getting aggressive, angry, high, and drunk, those are all red flags that you need to get away from immediately. And it's not like, okay, you had a bad moment one night. Oh, this is your thing. And then, you know, all the excuses come out. Oh, my parents, is they're not doing well. And, I got stress from this, my daughter that, my kid this. Like, you had those problems before you bought the ticket. But it's amazing how people will use things and use people as um, human shields or punching bags. So you have to be careful with that. And in today's world, people aren't really all the way there emotionally and mentally. Not everyone, but a lot of people. And if there's someone that you haven't seen in like three years and all of a sudden they want to fly you out, you haven't really talked to them every day, you don't really know what they're going through, you don't really know their behavior on a consistent basis, you're going to a, a country that they're working in, they're not a national there, they don't have a house there, they're kind of floating around, those are all red flags that in your excitement, and I'm sorry, in her excitement and wanting to just be flown out and have a good time. The idea of it seems great, but the reality of it can be a nightmare and it became a nightmare. Now I am happy to say that the young lady, even through all this drama, made it home. She's safe, she's secure, and nothing terrible happened other than being, having the shit scared out of her. Everything is okay. She was not abused physically. She wasn't inappropriately handled. So that's good. But she got a hell of a learning lesson. And so I'm putting this out there for those who like the idea of being flown out. Who doesn't? Like, I would love to be flown out to another country, you know? But I'm a man. Things are different. I, I'm already built to think plan B. I'm already built to think survival mode where some women are not necessarily thinking that. They're thinking that they're going into a secure situation. But as a man, no matter how much, if a woman flew me out, okay, might be a secure situation, but if she gets drunk and starts snapping out, 
I'm I'm gonna be out. I'm gonna grab my passport and my clothes and walk out that damn door and never come back. I'm gonna go to the airport. I'm gonna make my arrangements. Or I may stay there for the duration, right? Get my own room, stay there, enjoy the environment, enjoy the place, and then be out when it's time to be out. But I definitely wouldn't allow someone to book a trip for me for a three-week span. I just can't afford that as an entrepreneur and someone that runs a business. Like, I can be away from my business for 10 days, maybe even 14 days. But I can't be away from my business for three weeks unless I'm generating more money in other ways. Because I deal with a clientele-based business. So my clients, after about a good couple of cuts, going to be like, what the hell's going on? And I'm going to have to, you know, you don't want them getting comfortable in someone else's chair. You know, so these are the things that people have to consider. Uh, but if you have the kind of job or you have the kind of financial backing that you don't have to worry about getting back to work or, you know, you have somebody that's running your business and you can afford to be away for weeks or months at a time, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. But you also will have the means to be able to tell someone, um, that you went to see kick rocks, be out and get your own situation and be okay. But these are things that are not talked about when it comes to people being flown out. We always look at it like, oh, I'm going to such and such, this destination. We all look at the grandioseness of it. But you also have to look at the security part of it. What happened if things don't go well? And those things need to be discussed with who you're going to see. What happens if something happens to you? What happens to me? That's a fair question to ask, and I think that's one that should be asked, especially if you don't have the means to secure yourself. That's the most important piece. But what do you think? What are your experiences? What have you heard along the same lines that I'm talking about? Let me know. Leave your comments. And until next time. Thank you for listening to our experiences and insights please like share and subscribe to this channel and if you would like to participate with us on a trip or to just gather information on guides and other resources that we use please email me at sirinq.biz at gmail.com or private message au access on instagram and facebook and always remember to keep your stress low and your passports high.